my beautiful peeps, we are back. I've not got Corona, neither has Diane Swain. <laughs> we're feeling fighting for it and raring to go. This week, we're gonna be talking about relationships. Relationships is something that is the bane of everyone's life, whether it's relationship with yourself, if you're single, if you are looking to meet that special one, if you're in a fantastic relationship, you can always make it better, or if you're in a relationship that you know it's had, or it's come to the end, end of the road, and it's time to break free. We're gonna talk about relationships, what makes a fantastic relationship, how can you better the relationship you've got, or if you're in a relationship that's failing, flagging, and you need to get out, these are some little telltale signs, and we'll tell you exactly what to do. So Diane, we're gonna talk through a few of Diane's pointers. Okay, hi everyone, it's lovely to be back again. Hope you've all had a good week. Um, what we wanted to start with, uh, Sam Pika said, we're going to come into some sort of questions and answers later, but we just wanted to run through some of the most common problems that, that we all have in relationships. Um, and obviously doing the work that I do, um, I am asked time and time again, um, similar sort of problems, obviously. And every relationship problem is completely unique, mm -hmm. isn't it? Um, so there's a whole set of circumstances as to why problems deteriorate. Um, some common problems that we're going to talk about um, uh, that are telltale signs within relationships are uh, arguments, communication breakdown, people growing apart, infidelity, traumas, lack of appreciation, sexual issues, financial issues, boredom and children. There's a whole stack of other stuff as well, but they are kind of the main focus on, on a, a lot of the areas. So we'll go through those afterwards, sort of individually. Um, signs of a healthy relationship, mm. um, which sound obvious until you sort of look at them. And then you, I think sometimes you look at your own relationship and other people's yeah. relationships. But um, signs of a healthy relationship um, are open communication, trust, a sense of yourself, whether you're with that person or not. Um, curiosity, time apart, mm -hmm. um, playfulness and lightheartedness, um, physical intimacy, teamwork, and feeling more than how you normally feel. I always say to clients, you know, that somebody that you're with, when they're right, they should make you feel more than yeah. what you are, yeah. better than, stronger yeah. than, all those really positive yeah. things, you know. I mean, I've read so many books over the years about relationships, the do's and don'ts, and I don't think you can really fall into any category. And I say, use like your moral compass, use your core as to how you feel. You can read all the self-help books, you can listen to all your friends, call them up night after night, what's your opinion, what do you think about X, Y, Z, but ultimately, you know how you feel about that relationship because you have that sensory button that tells you how do I feel each day. If someone is making your life a misery or you're not feeling good enough or you feel inadequate or you feel, well, you've got low self-esteem or someone takes away your energy, takes away your sparkle, your shine, you don't have to ask anybody or read any books. You know yourself that that relationship is not serving you any purpose. I do believe that I don't want a plain sailing, easy road to steer down because that for me would be boredom. I do like a little bit of jealousy in a relationship. I do like to have um, sometimes a little bit of sexual frustration, a good old argument, but I do agree with Diane. Communication is everything and sometimes I'm not the best at communicating because I've got too much to say and there's times when you need to speak and there's times when you should shut up and allow somebody else to speak. 
whilst you're doing all the talking, you can't always understand how your partner's feeling because you are taking over their space and not allowing them to be able to communicate back to you. And sometimes it's difficult, especially if you're with quite a strong, um, overbearing character like myself, that person can get overshadowed and they don't have chance to explain themselves. So I do believe that there's got to be a time and a space where if your partner or if yourself, if you're quite quiet and timid and you don't really like to share your point of view, um, because you feel it could hurt someone or you're frightened of the reaction you might get from somebody else. I think communication is key to a successful relationship. I don't believe in set parameters of, you know, we've got to, everyone lives in a faithful world and you meet your prince or princess at school and you get married and you sail up into the sunset and buy a big castle and have this wonderful picture perfect life. I know that life is not like that and we have to make the best of a situation and sometimes we could be onto a second or third marriage, second or third relationship, have children from numerous relationships, it doesn't matter, it's all sizes, um, all different shapes and sizes of relationships, it's how you feel because you know that if you've got a relationship that's serving you well and you've got a real strong sense of unity with whoever you're with that you can literally fly on every single level in your relationship with yourself, how you feel about yourself, how you behave as a mother, as a parent, um, what your work capabilities are. I know myself that when my relationship with my partner is going really well, I feel on top of the world. I feel I could conquer the world. The energy levels I have, my self-belief is tenfold. And when my relationship isn't going so well, I notice that all these other areas like how I feel about myself, my relationship with my son, my work life, everything is affected if I'm not happy in the relationship that, that I'm in. And that's just being dead honest. Um, I've lived a very conventional life being married. Um, and I've also lived quite a non-conventional life with a partner I've been with now for 12 years. But it kind of like works for us. At the moment, we talked about space before. At the moment, I'm having some space um, from him. Um, that's a personal choice just because I've got so much going on in my life at the moment. I trust him. I don't believe he's going to go off anywhere else, but I just need some time for me because that's really important as well. I've had amazing time through lockdown. I have had um, a wonderful time and invested a lot of time and energy into my relationship and that's what I needed at that moment in time. But now I need to concentrate on me and my business and my life up north. So time and distance apart, maybe to a lot of people that's not conventional and that's not the right thing to do but it works for me so you've got to find that what works for you and it's your moral compass you know yourself yeah. you know everyone's got a point of view everyone tells you how to live your life don't do this do that read a self-help book but you know yourself you know it in the pit of your stomach what's the right choice i think the most most of the time we don't listen to it or we choose to bury it or we'll have a drink and we'll forget about it or we'll throw ourselves into our children because then we don't have to really face how we really feel. So people walk around, a lot of people walk around feeling numb. They don't actually allow that that feeling to surface of real happiness or real sadness or disappointment because no one wants to sit in that pit of, of negativity. It's uncomfortable, isn't it? So you yeah. find something to throw yourself into. Yeah. And that's not always the best thing, is it? So it's just being true to yourself. It's like peeling back those layers, so to speak. Yeah, I think as well, when we restrict ourselves for other people, that's when the unhappiness sets in, doesn't it? Yeah. And like you said before, you know, you're taking a break at the moment. You need some time for yourself, which is so sensible that you recognize that because yeah. life becomes overwhelming. We've got, you know, I, I get clients to draw a little 
little sort of brain map where you put yourself in the center and, and, and all these things that we try to juggle in modern day life, particularly amidst COVID, when it kind of amplifies everything, it makes everything so much more difficult and we're mm. trying to juggle everything. You become overwhelmed and, and you suffer because you don't give that time to yourself. And like you say, you don't listen to your gut. No. We don't listen to that intuition that we have, particularly as women, very, yeah. very strongly. And I think that that's what we do need to listen to and give our, give ourselves time and space. Yeah. You know, I get people come to me and they say, well, I'm unhappy, but I just don't know where. Yeah. You know, don't know what, what area of my life. I don't know why I'm unhappy. And, and a lot of that is because we're not being true to ourselves. We're not being true to how we really feel yeah. deep down. You know, yeah. when we start to be true and live a life that we really want with the people we really want to be with, then obviously that all lifts, yeah, doesn't it? very much so. Um, I was thinking about what you were saying before, Ampika, as well, about... Um, you know romance and the perfect relationship and I think that social media has done relationships such a disservice yeah. because like the, this idea of perfect perfection uh, the perfect love the romantic scenario you know life is life and we're all humans and I think that because we live sadly in such a disposable society people go on to Instagram they think everybody looks perfect they think everybody's life is perfect and it's not it's mostly airbrushed yeah it's just um, a picture I mean why can you yeah. get so obsessed with the freaking pictures what goes on behind here yeah. I could walk past a couple in the street that don't even have Instagram accounts and I'm looking at them because I can feel the vibration. They inspire me. I feel gravitated towards them because the look between their eyes is magnetic. That is what we're talking about, not a freaking picture. We're obsessed with pictures. Look at this person, look at that person. Anyone could do a nice shot, filter it, airbrush it with a few nice words underneath and like trying to sell yourself to the world. You don't need to sell yourself to anyone. Just be real to yourself. I would say for me, in my humble opinion, what do I think makes a very good relationship? The first common denominator is you two individuals have got to want the same thing. If one person is pulling off in one direction and the other person is pulling off in another direction, you're never going to find a happy medium because you are polar opposites. So, for example, if I really wanted a baby and my partner did not want any children and I'm banging on and banging on, all I'm doing is pushing them away. We never wanted the same things as me. So somewhere down the line, there's going to be disappointment. So you need to find that person where you're wanting the same things or you're happy to try and find a compromise in the middle ground where you can both respect one another and both want to be together and make the best out of a situation. That is point number one. Point number two, I would say, is to have the same belief system. So whether you have an open relationship, whether you have a... Um, a faithful and very honest relationship, monogamous relationship, whatever parameters your relationship needs to sit in, you both have to be singing from the same hymn sheet. Otherwise, there will be no respect. The dishonesty will start to creep in, lies will start to creep in, and they are the cancers of a relationship. So you both got to address who you are, what you're about. Do you want the same things? Do you have the same belief system? Because if you have, I tell you what, you two have got something really magnetic and special, and you are going to grow together, and that's really important. We can all start off at one place, and unfortunately, as life evolves, we grow, and one person grow in one direction, another person grow in another. It doesn't mean that someone's right, doesn't mean that someone's wrong, it just means that you've grown apart, sadly, and sometimes you can grow too far apart to actually bring yourselves back together. Um, trust and respect when we yeah. talk about trust everyone's like oh no it's about cheating it's about looking at another woman we have all different levels of what we class as trust 
Do I think my boyfriend looking at another woman is a lack of trust? No, I don't, because I can appreciate beauty in a man and a woman, in nature. Would I look if I saw someone attractive? Yes, I would look, but there's a massive difference in looking, giving my number, and trying to get involved with that person on a sexual level. There is levels and degrees, in my opinion. So you've got to find what remit that you sit happy with, what you will allow, and make sure that your partner has the same respects and same values as you do. Otherwise, jealousy will creep in, and jealousy, that green-eyed monster, is not a nice place to be in or to live with. Yeah. I think as well, it, just on that, if you are in a couple and you're currently struggling, I think two really important things to remember is, one is to try and be present as much as possible. Because one thing I hear so much is like, you're together in the same room, but you're doing different things. One's on the phone, one's yeah. on the iPad, etc. To be present is, is, is being mindful, it's being present with that person so that they know you're engaged with them, yeah. you're looking at them, you're talking to them. That's something that, that we have lost more and more and something that I hear complained about more and more. So be present with your partner. And the other thing is, if you are in a relationship and you want to try and make it work, COVID has been incredibly intense for so many people, um, sit down together, both of you get a sheet of paper and write down and talk about the reasons why you fell in love and the reasons why you do love each other um, because it's reminding ourselves of those reasons why we first came together and I see so many couples that are so far apart but it's just simple things like talking to each other and reminding each other why you fell in love with the, the first place can kind of reignite those feelings yeah. of you know go, going back five years 50 years whatever it might be but conversations like that can be really important and I think time on your own I know it's difficult because we've all got high pressured lives we've got family members that might be dependent on us we've got children young children um, we've got people that need us um, so it's hard you try to spread yourself thin but togetherness time is really important and not only that but it's 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 like a mutual appreciation it's a chance for you to show your love your affection your care your desire for that person which is a wonderful feeling when you're getting that all of that coming to you and it's so nice for that person to give it back to you as well and the only time chance you're going to get to have that sacred time is when you are together with any outside distractions where you can really love and nurture one another what does love and nurture look like you can't describe it as a human being you naturally want to hold someone hug someone stroke the face give them a compliment make them smile make them laugh it just comes natural you don't have to read a book about it it's the most natural thing to want to give to another human being um, and to make them feel special and make them feel cherished and likewise for someone to do that to you that is the most magnetic magical place that two people can be in but you have to do it on your own and you have to make time for it. it's like everything you ha if it's important to you you have to prioritize it and you have to make time if it's not important you will let it fall by the wayside and before you know it you look at the last time you made your partner feel special or your partner made you feel special and it's really sad because it only takes a little bit of time management to put that into your week or put that into your day or put that into your month to create those magic moments no one's going to do it for you unless you do it yourself so they are my top tips on feeling good looking to see whether your relationship's working for you and if you really want to make a go of it sort out your fundamentals it's just time, energy and communication. 
just on that as well is the intimacy part because lots of people you've just done a lovely list there of all those little things that are about intimacy yeah and you know lots of people um struggle with the sex life things of you know the people are sleeping in separate bedrooms for whatever reason but they're still in a reasonably healthy relationship and i think that when you are struggling think about the level of intimacy and intimacy are all those kind of things you just yeah. described you know it, it's talking to each other it's looking into each other's eyes making each other a cup of tea going for a walk but holding hands all those tiny bits of intimacy that if you are having problems and struggling take sex off the off the menu off the agenda and just go back to look at those tiny yeah. parts of intimacy um, that you can build back from to sort of rejuvenate and regenerate how you feel about each other yeah but I mean to be honest I know this sounds very very crude but we are animals and we could actually um <laughs> making sure our parts work properly you can actually have sex with anybody sex is not a sacred act in my opinion but touching emotion showing someone that they belong with you showing someone your appreciation that is really sacred really valuable and really special and that's not something that you want to share with someone unless they've got deep connection with you on a spiritual and on a loving level that to me that type of intimacy intimacy for me is more important than any type of sex yeah it's a real bonding yeah yeah so on that note guys we'd love to hear from you if you have got a question about your relationship you've tried everything you might have tried couple counseling reading all those relationship guidebooks trying different ways to bring yourselves back together again we'd love to hear from you we won't mention your name if you want to remain anonymous please send diane swain or myself a little direct message we will put an email address on the bottom of this link diane would love to hear from you and if anyone is looking for counseling in any of the areas we've discussed please give us a tinkle until next week stay safe look after yourself and remember the most important relationship in your life is the one with yourself look after yourself Mwah.